right, so welcome back in, everybody. The third and final part of the Marvel, Marvel Cinematic Universe debate that we have. Two good first parts. Had a good time doing those, but um, we got Sean O'Rourke back, Matt Moore coming back for the third part, Jason Tobaldo back again, but a new guest with us now. We got Vincent Rapallo coming back now. What's up, guys? Sorry, I missed the first two parts, but I'm here now. Vincent somehow lives in this house and somehow missed the first two parts, but made it down the stairs to come join. <laughs> he heard Spider-Man and had to come running. So ideal. For those of you that may have not listened to the first two debates, what we're doing for this third one is where we are just ranking the Spider-Man films because, you know, with the new one coming out, No Way Home, big, big box office feature now in the middle of the COVID pandemic. But you have to go back and you got to watch the original Spider-Man because there are spoilers. You know, just so everybody knows, I'll preface that now. But watching the new movie, you had the original Spider-Man come back along with Andrew Garfield. So we had everything going on. So you got to watch those movies to understand. So we're going to go through rank these Spider-Men. I understand there might be some different takes on some of these movies that we have, so we'll have to wait and see. But we're going to kick it off. We're going to start with the older ones and uh, work our way up to the most recent. So all the way back in 2002, I believe the year Vincent was born. Yeah. Actually. Yep. <laughs> so, yep, that's me, guys. The first Spider-Man movie coming out with Tobey Maguire. Um, so, Vincent, we're going to start off with you. What did you think of this film? Where would you rank it? The first Spider-Man? You know, actually, I rewatched this, like, I think literally two weeks ago. I'd give it an A. First Spider-Man movie? Big fan. Uh, Willem Dafoe is the Green Goblin. Great. Didn't remember his original performance, really, after seeing No Way Home. But after rewatching this movie, I realized he's great in this film as well. Tobey Maguire, just classic Spider-Man. Like, you can't go wrong with Tobey. Any of the Spider-Man, really. But, yeah, overall, just an A movie. Spider-Man, this first movie made me love this superhero the most. Um... It's an A. Uh, Willem Dafoe, great character, great first villain. Um, I have to say, worst part of the movie, Mary Jane. There is not one person <laughs> that pisses me off more than this woman. Peter, the nice guy. I mean, there's really, you've all seen the movie. It's a, it's a terrible love interest. Um, she does nothing for Peter. Um, besides pretty much just bounce around from guy to guy. Cheat on him. For the, I, for the yeah, movie. <laughs> okay. Not only him, cheats on Peter, cheats on uh, her current high school boyfriend. I mean, she's a terrible person. Besides that, though, it's a great movie. It's an A. Okay, I think it's an outstanding movie. I think it's an A also. Love Toby. Grew up with Toby. Um, I think Willem Dafoe is amazing in that. Um, I like how it was the first time we, you know, heard Uncle Ben say with great power comes great responsibility in a live action film, not just in the comic books. Uh, I don't know why you hate Mary Jane so much in this specific movie, because she wasn't she wasn't bouncing around from like cheating on anybody. She had a couple love interests she, in that movie. She cheated on Harry. She, she did. She, she kissed Spider-Man because she was saying thank you. No. But she didn't cheat on Flash Thompson. She didn't cheat on Flash Thompson. Let's she broke make, up with him because... Let's just make it clear. Okay, she I cheated. won't talk then. Okay. I won't talk. She cheated. I just want to... That's, so, that's all cheated. So, you have a girlfriend and she kisses another dude. No, I'm saying... Oh, I know. thank you. I, I, I know, but she was, she was being grateful because he saved her twice, right? I mean, come on. But anyway, anyway, anyway... Stop putting she yourself didn't, in those positions. She didn't... Don't walk down an alley away. But hey, it's okay. Anyway... Going back to someone who stop. Okay. She didn't cheat on Flash Thompson, right? He proposed to her. She said no. Then she started dating Harry. And then, yeah, she kissed him. But at the end of the movie, she told Peter that she loved him, right? And that was good. But then he decided, no, it's better to be Spider-Man than put you at risk. So she wasn't ever doing anything wrong to him except for maybe, like, leading him on a little bit because she was good looking. But that's about it. 
But I thought the movie was great. I thought, I thought the fight was great at the end, at the bridge, and how New York stood up to fight with Spider-Man against the Green Goblin. I thought that was interesting. Um, shows how extremely strong he is, being able to hold that up, hold the web and hold Mary Jane on to him while getting attacked. Like, I think that was pretty impressive. Getting hit by a pumpkin bomb, you know. I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was a great fight scene. Great fight scene. You want to talk about plots? I know you're a big guy with plot. I am a big guy with plot. Tell me also a big deleted scene guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like two times. Okay. It's let's two just, times. Two just, times more than any of us. Yeah. Right? Let's just point out the fact that Spider-Man is holding the children while also holding Mary Jane. Well, he's holding the web. She's holding on to Okay. Him. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. What's, what's Green Goblin doing? Were you just watching it? Oh yeah. Let's just let, let me see them. What do you mean, kids? Down. When he dropped, so he dropped both of them, right? Yes. And he caught. Hey, come. So you looked over. He goes. Ah. Okay. So down, like, staring down. We see. Like, we see what? Five minutes. No, no. Then he hops on the glider, flies back around, takes out the the the, the blades or whatever, and goes at it. But then the other guy hits him with that, and then he says, like, uh, you know, you mess with Spidey, you mess with New York, and you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. You know, remember that? Uh, yeah, I forgot. The one guy goes, he got some for your ass, and then he hits him with the. I just forgot that everyone in New York is like all of a sudden just can perfectly place pieces of metal. I found uh, that I thought it would be fun, but I, I know I get that, but like it could be in their trunk, just random stuff in their trunk. I get that part, but those are minor things compared to other movies that we've talked about already. So minor things that Matt picks out with this film. Anything that you see with this film, T Bolts? I'll be honest. I mean, this is going to be a controversial opinion here. I'm giving this movie a B. Uh, I I I don't think it's a high B. It's a high B. I really don't I, think it's that controversial. I was close. I, it's 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 a it's a high B low A situation with this movie. I don't think obviously I don't want to you know obviously we're getting into the second Spider Man next. I don't think this one is as good as that one by any means. And I think that you know that one's an A. But this one I I don't like Toby's Spider Man. I think his delivery in the movie isn't that great. I don't think he's a good uh, Spider Man. I think he's a better Peter Parker. I think. He tends to be a little bit cringy in his line delivery often throughout the series, less so in the first one, but I think you can still see it here. I just think his after seeing the other Spider-Man's performances, I find him lackluster on a rewatch. That's crap. I think he, no, no, no. I, <laughs> that's that's, 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 that's ridiculous. I know, I know Vincent agrees with me. Absolutely, he, right? He, it's horrible. He got worse as the movies got I, on. I'll agree with that. How I could you say he got worse as the movies got on if Spider-Man 2 was amazing? The best movie of the three. Thank you. And I think it... When, when we get to it, when we get when to we it. When we get to it, I'll go just so we can move on. We can, we can say... Okay. Just so we can move yeah. on. You know, everyone said pretty much I covered a lot here. I'm going to be... Beginning of the movie, a bit slow for me, but then picking up and see William Defoe. Greatest of Green Goblin, so solid B. But now we got to move into Spider-Man 2 and Matt, go ahead. What were you saying about Great, I think it's the greatest Marvel movie ever made. I think it's the best. It's in my top three. It's in my top three of superhero Including movies. Including the MCU, the whole MCU. Yeah, I think it's the wow. best one. Dude, I think it's the best one. Wow. And for people who haven't like seen No Way Home, like I think some of them would agree, like, yeah, it's, it's the best Spider-Man movie by far. I think the delivery was great. I think you had a tragic villain, right? You had Doc Ock. He gave an excellent performance in that movie. Excellent performance. There weren't too many plot holes. If there were, very minor. Very minor. Um... You know, it shows how in the movie, you know, Peter wants to love Mary Jane. He wants to be with Mary Jane, but he, he's, he's like torn between two lives and he has to like realize, yeah, I have to be Spider-Man so that I can, I can protect people. I can do what's right for people. I'm willing to give up my happiness for others. So I think that's, I think that's great. And he, 
I just think the movie was amazing. And I think overall, I give this movie an A too. I give it, well, I give it an S. I give it an you S. You go an S. So wow. I go, I go, wow. I go. Wow. It's really not bold. It's really not bold. Mary Jane. How many people did Mary Jane cheat on in this movie? She she won her, her fiance. Definitely an S tier amount. I'm giving an S. It's was, an S. Uh, refresh. Was this the one where where she's almost getting married? Where her and Harry are in the kitchen cooking? Also, no, that's that's Spider-Man Three. That's Spider-Man Three. That's Spider-Man Three. My bad. My bad. I'm jumping the gun. The Don't worst female character in the MCU. I have to say. No, that's Brie Larson. <laughs> she's not even that bad. No, she's okay. got off. She's crap. She's shit. I don't want to hear it. She's garbage. You got a personal thing with... No, I think her acting is flat. Okay. It was the most mediocre movie I've seen except for Thor <laughs> The Dark World along with Black Widow. Okay? It's just... It's just I think it's crap. I don't like her. I don't like the character. I think she's stupid. Look, I know you like classic rock. You want to see the swing scenes in the city. You were just talking like about Toby. swing scenes before, okay. so don't pull out the Matt, iron Matt, if, if it doesn't have Nickelback in it and it's a Spider-Man movie, yes. Matt's, Matts going F, bro. It's, I mean, <laughs> It's just like you just want to see where did the Nickelback come in? Where, where did that's, that's what you want to see? That you want to see the classic rock. You want to see Nickelback. You know you're a big fan of that, and I get that's why you think Toby's the best. He is the best. Is he's below par? Below par? You're an idiot. You're, I say, you, you think the Amazing I, Spider-Man Two is good? I don't. I, that's like that's like the Domino's S tier crap. That's that's a good film. I don't want to talk to it's you a, anymore. It's a good film, and everyone likes it now after. They really no don't. They still, they, know do. they still know it's the worst Spider-Man movie. I'm sorry. Why do you think they want a third one? Why do you think they want a third one? Because he gave a good performance in No Way Home. That's why they want a third one. If he wasn't in No Way Home, why would they be like, yeah, let's make a third Andrew Garfield movie? Because Sony already hates him. Toby is a terrible Spider-Man. How? How? Just, what, just, what did he do that was terrible as Spider-Man? What did he not like? All right. All right I got one for you. Spider-Man 3. Just everything. Everything about it was Tell terrible. Me, what was bad about him being Spider-Man in that movie? Okay. Um, let's see. The black suit. And I get what that. What was wrong with the black suit? suit? Everything. Why? Okay. You just gonna... I'm asking why. What did he do? Tell me good things that came out of Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. Okay, he saved good Gwen thing. something Andrew couldn't do from like 35 stories up. Pathetic, Andrew. You're pathetic. <laughs> Stupid a web coming out, turning into a hand to try and grab Gwen. Breaks her neck. That was hilarious, by the way. Um, I thought that the fight scene with Sandman in, in uh, Subway was great. I thought that was interesting. First time you seeing him fight with the black suit. That was pretty cool. Okay. How about him like sexually assaulting women on the street? <laughs> him going, him finger banging and going like that. That is nothing, dude. That is nothing. That so I hate, I hate to tell you guys, but listen, we Spider Man three. We're gonna get into. We gotta finish Spider Man two. You know, I want to get right to it. Spider Man two, great movie. Hey, Vincent, where are you going? You know, I had a whole train of thoughts on this, but, but, but I, I honestly don't remember. I'm, I'm going with Matt. I'm going with S. Thank you. I'm going A. I, I, it's a great movie. Again, I, Toby's just cringy. I mean, one. Thing. He's reciting the character. He's reciting poetry at one point. Like we don't need that anyway. He was reciting poetry because Doc Ock recommended it. Yeah, but just Doc Ock recommended it doesn't make it not cringy. It's, it's still cringy. Sure, sure. I mean, there's cringe, there's cringy moments in every Spider-Man movie for sure. Yeah, but I don't think so. Definitely. Can, can I just jump back in here? Isn't I feel like Spider-Man is supposed to be like nerdy and like Thank cringy, you. like Peter Parker. Right? Yeah. Not yeah. Spider-Man. When was Spider-Man as, as, dude, when was he cringy as Spider-Man? I'm sorry, Pretty much every one of his lines were No, it wasn't. That's a lie. 
Exactly. Uh, the friendly neighbor, like, who are you? Like, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man line. Ah, uh, kind of cringe. Like, what am I, five? Just one, one line. Listen, here's, one here's line. the thing. It, it's, it's one thing whether he's supposed to be cringy, and there's another thing to put the audience through some nonsense. All right? Like, if it's cringy to the point where I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I, I, it, it's too, too far. The neighborhood Spider-Man thing makes sense because that's a big part of the character. We don't need him reciting lines of poetry and, like, a, a, a party. Like, we don't, we don't need that. No one needs that. There have never been more memes that have come from a single well actually the trilogy but one movie Spider-Man 3 I've never seen so many memes good memes come from good movies no 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 memes are making for the amazing Spider-Man 2 memes are making fun of the movie okay they're taking it apart no, 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 not, not a good way. way. Everybody loves the memes and everybody loves the movies. Spider-Man 3 is the worst Spider-Man all over the world. Here's the thing. Right, Spider-Man, let's reel it back to Spider-Man 2 before we continue to Spider-Man 3. Listen, Sean, your take, Toby about a terrible Spider-Man, ter- terrible take. <laughs> terrible take. And shit, you, how can you, he's the original Spider-Man, like, how is he terrible? All right. And who is the original Batman? I was going to say Ben Affleck was the original Mark, Mark. Daredevil, but you don't see he, yeah. he here like, oh, this is a great movie. But that movie, it was, it was a bad movie. It was just a bad take on Daredevil. Just, yeah, right. just, I'm, I'm just saying, just because he's the first doesn't make him automatically well, out of the others. Spot. Out of the others. I'll tell you the good things about Tobey Spider-Man. For the time, great CGI. Okay. Agreed. You can't deny the fight scene. That train scene? Do you think it's better than some of the CGI Iconic. I'm not taking it away from anything. I think if we're comparing to Spider-Man, his personality is not a good Spider-Man. You know, his one-liners are not good. You know, the way he talks, okay, the way he fights, great, okay? I like the way that he's even built, you know, as he gets older. I like that, you know? Spider-Man as a kid, again, we're talking about multiple guys. Tom Holland perfects that. Toby as a kid in that first mil- film, uh... It was funny. I thought you were going to say something else. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Like, I just think Toby, again, as the wall that said, great Peter Parker, below, below average Spider-Man. So your problems with those movies are what he says as Spider-Man. You said the fight's great, CGI is great, it's all great, except for the one couple or the couple lines that he says no no also the whole Spider-Man 3 completely takes down his character we're not on that though yet yes but as, okay as of right now Spider-Man 2 a good movie cringy Spider-Man 1 good movie not cringy Spider-Man 3 completely just as a character just brings him down all of his actions he beat his girlfriend alright let's put it that way punch <laughs> her in the face uh, so we're gonna get to Spider-Man 3 <laughs> is the next one we're gonna get to eventually just to wrap up Spider-Man 2 Spider-Man 2 in my opinion is the greatest Spider-Man film ever made out of all of the Spider-Man MCU and Tasman Spider-Man's included I do agree thank you bold thank you I don't think it's bold I don't either I really don't not to skip ahead but there's some recent developments here that so we'll have to wait till we get some more of the recent movies but now I guess now is time for Spider-Man 3, even though it seems like we might have discussed... I, I, think, I think we've been on Spider-Man 3. We should let the photos start off first. For a minute. So what have you had to say about Spider-Man 3? <laughs> this movie is an F. This movie is absolutely terrible Bold. from start to finish. First of all, too much going on. We got Sandman. We got this half-assed Venom. Venom was terrible. Emo, by the way. Venom, Venom, sucked. Just, Venom did something. He, he was, I mean, yeah, he, the only he, good he, aspect he, about, he about him, again, all, all this movie really supplied was memes. The only good thing yeah. about him is that he went to the church to pray for someone's death. That's also, not Spider-Man, just a person. Yeah. Like, he wanted someone to die by God. Listen, I get where they were going with the symbiote suit 
and I get how they were trying to do it, but I, it's just, I mean, especially the scene, I guess it'd be a jazz club is what you'd call it. The scene they're dancing, he's playing the piano. He's like, uh, uh, give me some shade, like giving money to random waitresses. Like, I don't know. It just seems, <laughs> shade it, it's, it seems just so out there and unnecessary and random that it, it really, between that and there being too much going on in the movie, it's, it's, the worst Spider-Man ever made. I have to say, two best parts of that movie. The first two minutes when him and MJ are actually having a acting like a couple where she's not cheating on him, and when Uncle Ben gets shot again. <laughs> <laughs> Told him I wanted was a car. I don't understand the hate for this movie. I don't either. Here's the thing. Not my favorite, but I give it a C. You know what I mean? Wow. Like it's mid. You know, the, for me, just Venom sucked. That was the thing that knocks it down for me. But I thought Sandman was a pretty, like, I thought there's some good character development with him at some no, point. I, I didn't mind Sandman. It's just they had too much, too many people. Where they it. come back and Sandman tells Peter when they're on that rooftop or in the construction building, whatever, and it's like, I did it for my daughter. And then Peter's like, I forgive you. Like, that scene? Like, no, that's Spider-Man. Scene. Dude, that's Spider-Man. That's the villain with Harry. Okay, I like how they got a background. I, ha- I like how they got the build-up for Harry becoming the new Goblin was the best part. It was it was he was the best villain. Venom, terrible. It was okay. originally supposed to be just just Harry and Sandman in the movie, but the producers wanted to add the black suit. In it, it was just it was too it was it was too much. much. It was too much. It I, became I it was too much, but I still give it a C. I, I cannot <laughs> I cannot give it an F. That is that is legal. It's it's an F. It's, if there was anything oh. below an F, I'd put it at that. It is the worst film I think I could have ever seen in my life. All right, well, let's get to The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Wait, well, we'll we got to give Vincent his, his I opportunity know, I know, to I know, weigh in. Vincent, what do you say about Spider-Man 3? <laughs> See, about Spider-Man, I think if you give Sandman, Gob- Harry as Goblin, or Venom, Venom done right, its own spotlight, instead of being clouded all three of them together in one movie, I think if you gave it all like one separate movie, I think they each could have shined very well. But as they were thrown together, it didn't mesh really well. Now, here's the thing. Tavaldo, Sean, as, are you giving F as, like, you can't watch it? Or, like, you can watch it, you just think it sucks? I think it's fun. I think it's a comedy. You think That's it's how a comedy? Yeah. So, so it's like a yeah. comical F. Yeah, I, I think it's just it just strays so far away from from the rest of them. I mean, it's it's like it's like a hard right turn out of nowhere with the with catching strays from your F rating. That's what you're about. What to are try what, what are those movies called where uh, they're mimicking or they're mocking the original parodies? A parody or like yeah. a Spaceballs? What's that called? Well, I, that's I a parody. I think it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a parody. That's what, that's like what I think brand. of Spider-Man 3. A parody. That's how bad it was. It's got a parody of what? Like, a parody of what, though? Okay, just any... The first two movies of that, what it should have been. That was, that was okay, it took down world. the character. You t- you want to talk about plot holes? Okay, you tell me all it took was the butler to say, "Harry, oh uh, oh oh, your buddy. father killed himself." I agree with you. I didn't get this after, movie after the house was blown seat. up twice. Like how many grenades were thrown <laughs> in the house for one. the butler to say, "You know, one grenade." You should really chill out. It was actually your father who killed himself. It went to the last what five minutes of the movie. Oh, no, no, I no, I I agree with you. Your, Harry was your father's I think I think he did that just to like protect Harry from thinking his father was just a failure. Oh, right. Like, so let's just go blow up the house twice. It was, it was, it was, it was there was one. There was no, no, one. twice. When? Tell me the second time. Oh, uh, once. In the eh, yeah, once. It might have been once. <laughs> yeah, it was once. Yeah, Still, how many? What? You gonna just let him get his face blown off to say? 
You should really. You know, well, I'm sorry. The butler, the butler wasn't doing kung fu in the fight scene with them. He was very good. He lived there, didn't he? Did he? Live he was there? doing something else. It's a pretty big penthouse. I, I don't. I don't mean to interrupt Come here, on. but I'm going to give it back to Vincent. How many <laughs> windows <laughs> got to be broken? Yeah. Right. How many windows? I'm so sorry. I interrupted a million. All right. I'm just. I'll just wrap this. I'm giving it a C. You can't give it an F. You can't give it an F. I give it an F. I gave it a C. What did you give one more time? So I think we. I think we settle it. We settle it D here. So we settle it D. You know, that's the average. That's how math works. But uh, there's no high D. We'll give it a high D. So we're moving off of Tobey Maguire. That's Tobey's Spider Man. Now we have the amazing Spider Man coming out in 2012, where we now have Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. So, Vince, we're going to start with you on this one. Let's see if you get through a full sentence. <laughs> sorry. Matt and Sean jump on you. Sorry. Where are you going with this movie? Guys, listen, I don't remember much about this movie, I will be honest. But Lizard, just. An interesting villain, I guess, with his whole motivation to turn the entire city into lizards. Ah, I don't know. I like I like I like Garfield as Spider Man. I really do. I just think his stories are they're the stories in his movies are just iffy and I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna I don't even know. I just. I don't hate the movie. I obviously don't love the movie. It's not an A movie. It's not an F movie. I think I'm going to have to settle in the middle. I'll give this movie probably a C. I'm going to give this movie uh, a low B. I was tempted on this on C, but I think the they did a good I think Andrew Garfield does a good job playing the character. I think it's a good origin story here. I um I think the the chemistry between um Gwen Stacy and Spider-Man, obviously Emma Stone and, and Garfield's character really does a great job in the movie. Um I do agree with Vincent that Lizard is maybe a, a little lower on the villain tier list. Um but I think I think besides, that that's what brings it down to a B for me. But all in all, I think a good movie. Movie itself for me was a B. Uh, speaking of Lizard as a villain, Lizard is easily an S villain. Um, the whole concept. I agree. Of, thank you. Because I thought that was a hot take, but Sean's agreeing here. The whole concept of you know trying to turn everybody into a lizard. Like I think we could sit here and easily say like if everybody was a lizard. If so. we were a lizards, COVID is not a thing. Let's be real here. Okay. I think so too. There's nothing. COVID doesn't bother me. Though. But anybody would be whatever age. You know. Yeah. And everyone would just be living as lizards. So I go lizard himself as movie itself being. Here's the thing. Let me just add something going off of the book. I'm, I'm just going to ignore your blasphemous lizard take. But, <laughs> but uh, the dynamic between Garfield and Emma Stone, Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker, was very well done in my opinion. And it, it really did build up the movie going into ignoring like the lizard. Lizard, lizard himself doesn't make the movie shit, but exactly. it's, it's just... He's just so mid. Like, there's no other way. To I agree. It. I don't think he's an S tier villain. No, he, but he's not. He's not like an F villain. Like, no, he, no, no. He's, he's, he's just mid. like a. He's, his, he's, a, he's like. A, I'll say he's a good. The, the character is good, but the motivation is just black. It's great up until. I mean, it's a great story about him trying to, to you know get his arm back essentially. Well, but, I think it was then, also about curing Norman Osborn too. Well, that, right. that is. It was, that's, yeah, but. Then it just kind of goes off the rails. Like, why does he think everyone needs to be a lizard? That's where you lose. That's where it it goes off the rails. There's no point. What do you think about this movie, Sean? Uh, High B, almost an A. Um, I thought it was a great... uh, It was a different origin for Peter Parker. Um, I loved it. I think this set the stone for a new Spider-Man that I think should have had a third movie. Um, I think he was 
the best Spider-Man out of all the three that we've seen. Uh, I think he was the most realistic Spider-Man that we've seen. I like the Lizard a lot. He was a different character. Um, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield had real chemistry. Um, I think the action was good. I liked his different, nerdy, more of like a loner, uh, which was for the times, like, you know, I think fit well for Peter Parker. You know, very smart, but kind of an outcast. We see early on that he wants to help people, you know, why he got beat up in the beginning. Um, I thought it was a great film. Uh, I really can't see anything wrong with it, honestly. I go from a great film, as Sean says, from The Amazing Spider-Man. We now go to The Amazing uh, Spider-Man 2, um, which we have. Mario, it's fine. It's fine. I didn't get to them. get my input. It's fine. You can go. Go ahead. What's your opinion on Amazing Spider-Man? I was actually going to say I liked it better than Spider-Man 3. I give this movie, because I haven't rated it, I gave it, I gave it like a... Like a low B, but I think that I think the int- the love interest was was great. Obviously, it's, it was more interesting than Mary Jane, better than the first Mary, Tobey Maguire, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, like you said, Lizard mid character. Nothing. I I think that there were a couple plot holes, but I think you know uh, I didn't I wasn't a big fan of the suit in the movie. I didn't really like it. Um, I thought he was way too like cool and chill to be Peter Parker. Honestly, I see that. He, he was I, just I understand way too, that. Like. You ride a skateboard, okay, whatever. Um, the the lizard scene, the with the Ganali device, the cloud disperser, whatever. Why did you have to put the cure into the Ganali device and waste time and let Captain Stacy die? You could have just cured the lizard with the device or with the the cure that Gwen gave you, and then just let the lizard cops turn back to normal the next day because you turned back from a lizard into a human after that. So you didn't need to waste time, let Captain Stacy die, and put the the blue cure into the cloud. Disperse device thing. You're all about plot holes until I make a plot hole decision or idea, and that's you really, you really, happened. You really, you really haven't brought up any valid plot holes. I just can't believe we're bringing out Ganali device. I've never heard that <laughs> word in my life. Well, that's what it was, it was called in the movie. I remember. That's got his research down. Good thing we came back to Matt. I almost missed over that opinion. So now Matt. Yeah, mine doesn't matter. We're gonna go with the Amazing Spider-Man two, and we're gonna go with you right away. Horrible, god awful movie. I won't give it an F though, because it's a Spider-Man movie. It's a D. It's a D movie. I'd agree with you as a D. It's a D movie. I sit there. It was ridiculous for Tobaldo and Sean to say Spider-Man three is an F. That was pathetic take. I think they're cowards for that. Um, but but this movie. Oh my god. It starts out with this Russian guy acting like a moron in, in the truck. In the truck. Spider-Man swings in. It was very great swinging scenes. I think he has the best swinging scenes, Andrew Garfield. Swings in, lands on the truck, knocks on the window, starts making jokes while this guy's running over cars left and right laughing at him. It's okay. Then proceeds to leave to save Max, which is fine. He saves everyone, by the way. It's, it's well he per, like physically you see him save Max. But it only takes him twenty five no, minutes I'm, to I'm, actually you're, save You're saying else. he's joking around as if he's not getting the job done. That's Spider Man. He said, "He said like, what? Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm Spider Man. You call me Web. Just don't call me late for dinner or something like that. that." Was great to say. Just let, let's keep talking while you're running over people. That's great. That's he didn't run over anyone. He hit millions of cars. Are you sure there was nobody? He saved in those everyone. Cars? The, the taxi, the taxi that almost hit Max. You see it fly over and explode. That was a moving car. Almost. The poor guy driving that car definitely died. No, he definitely died. He, no, he saved them. He didn't see him. He saved he Max. Saved anyway, he saved everyone. That anyway, we, we were, I, anyway, we were showing no deaths. Any, anyway, we were showing. Yeah, no I know you're showing no deaths well, up until the end. But in a realistic, in a realistic <laughs> setting, in a realistic <laughs> setting, you know, in a realistic setting, you know, somebody would have died. No one would have survived that. 
No, that's why Spider Man's there. I was gonna say we got a guy shooting webs. We're not in a realistic. No, I'm saying. No, I'm saying. But like a car, a car flipping over like that. I'm just saying. You're you're mad. What? That he's joking around. That's the character. You don't need need to joke every ten seconds. Make one quick quip. When was he joking every ten seconds? Tell me when he was in that scene. He was joking every time. Everything he said. And then he stopped. He stopped to talk. he stopped to talk to Max. Like, he's like, you're my eyes and ears out here. Let me just lick, sorry, let me lick my fingers and fix your hair real quick because that's important. Why did that matter? Why, why did have they to... call him the friendly neighborhood spider? He's, he's a part of the people. Let me talk to this guy while you're blowing up the city. You said you loved how the city backed up Spider-Man in the first Spider-Man film, When they were fighting. Right? Okay. What do you think Spider-Man, Andrew Spider-Man is doing? He's... Getting uh, a totally personable situation. That is no, he's not. It is a no. He's it's not. Totally no, it's not. It's no, it's not. Anyway, his job. Anyway, so going towards the end of the movie, I, I thought, I thought that it was comically accurate to make Gwen die. I thought that was interesting. Kind of build up for a possible. They should have killed Mary Jane. <laughs> Whatever, Sean. You're pathetic. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> so, so uh, I, th- I think it was it was it was good to kill off Gwen because uh, it really showed like how that how important that love interest was to him in his life and how like after that uh you know he had to stop being spider-man for a little bit and then coming back and redeeming himself um still a d for you though i i I do think it's a d i i think this guy was willing to leave new york the place he is sworn to protect to go for four years to oxford to live with Gwen. they got crime in england too right yeah they got crime there but why are you gonna leave new york this is where all the bad stuff happened there was a lizard a, a guy who's blue who can fly and shoot laser or lightning out of his hands and and dandy hand playing the green oh god I don't even so i agree with you on the d i didn't like electro's uh the iteration of electro in this movie sean i doesn't seem like you really i don't know what you enjoyed about this sean movie. loved this movie <laughs> it, it was better than spider-man 3 it's fake news it was uh they're both not the best spider-man films again something that you probably won't get out of from a lot of superhero films the love interest between them two carried this film I mean you, tell me any other love interest that will so that's what carried the film not him no 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 you can only talk you can only talk you can only talk alright thank you, you. no no sh- sit down and shut you didn't up let me talk sit down and shut up your points are invalid sit down and shut up it's my turn to talk you sound like Skip Bayless now it's my turn <laughs> <laughs> you told me it was my turn. So where would you rank this, Sean? I'm giving it a C. Go with a C, Vince. Where are you going on this? Uh, I'm going to also go... I feel like I'm copying Matt. I think I've had the same ring on all of them. I'm also going to go with a D here. I don't think... I don't think any Spider-Man film is worthy of an F. I think this is worse than The Amazing Spider-Man, the first one. But... The action shot, I don't know. There's something just about, like, the. I like the action shots in this movie. Like, it's weird. I like the action shots in this movie, but the story of this movie is just, once again, it's just not there for me. Yeah. Electro, not a great. The version, the blue Electro, I'm not a fan of the blue at all. But, I don't know. Just a D movie overall. I'm going to agree. I'm going to give it a D. It's a high D. Um, I, I think it falls into a lot of the same pitfalls as Spider-Man 3, and you can see Sony kind of interfered here. There's too much going on. We're trying to set up Black Cat. We're trying to set up, um, you know, uh, the next Green Goblin with uh, Harry. And I really, he, he was a terrible Harry, as a side note. Absolutely terrible. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't mind Electro. I think he's good. I don't think he's great. Um, and obviously, again, the, the chemistry continues between Garfield and Stone. Um, the movie's not bad. It's not as bad as Spider-Man 3. Um, because it doesn't have that terrible black suit jazz 
shop scene type deal going on. But it, it's it's not great. It's it's a it's a D. So that ends the original three Spider-Man with Toby and Andrew's two movies. Now we also have Venom, the new ones with Tom Hardy. Important MCU movies, but for the sake of our Spider-Man discussion, gotta keep it a little bit short. You know what I mean? But we still have to rank these for the purpose because might have been an end credit scene involving Venom in a little certain movie. But so I'm gonna go for the original Venom back in 2018. I gotta say this one was a B. Really enjoyed it. C, B, also B, B. And I'm going to go with the same exact ranking for Venom, Let There Be Carnage. I really like Woody Harrelson in this. I thought he was a great villain, but I'm going to go B. T-Balls, where are you going here? I'm going to go high C. I'm going to go B again. B. D. Now, Matt's going D. A little bit there. Was the runtime something for you? Sure. That, I just I wish there was more of Carnage, too. I just don't think we saw enough of him. Uh, I thought it was more just uh, symbiote coming out once in a while. I, obviously, you want Woody Harrelson to be shown a lot, but I just think they could have done more. I can see that, you know, I mean, a short movie, hour and a half runtime, but did maybe get two hours, thank good about mm-hmm. a little bit better. But now we're getting into the newest Spider-Man movies, which we are all big fans of. So Spider-Man Homecoming, we had a bit of a disagreement in our rankings, but you can hear that in part two. Now, Vincent didn't rank Homecoming, so Vincent, I want to hear from you. What is your ranking of Homecoming? Uh, I'm going to Homecoming a B, you know. I think, it's a, I think it's a solid introduction of Tom Holland into the MCU, his Spider-Man. Not an introduction, he was in Civil War, but I think it's a solid standalone movie. To see where he's at, how he ties into things, what's really going on in his life, his high school life, where Tony Stark encounter him and what's going on. I also do like the inclusion of Iron Man in the movie as sort of the mentor to him, almost like there's no Uncle Ben in these films, so almost like Uncle Ben in a way. And one specific scene that was interesting to me, I did like the scene where after Spider-Man Tom Peter, he, uh, he puts the ferry back together and... Tony's mad at him and he brings down the suit and he's like, he's criticizing him. And uh, Peter's, Peter says something along the lines of, uh, like, if you actually even cared, you'd be here right now. And then the suit opens, Tony Stark comes right out and he's like, I do care. And then basically it goes into, if you're not good enough for the suit, you shouldn't have it. Tony takes the suit back and then Tom eventually has to earn it back. I think that was an overall solid scene and just a good way to start Spider-Man into this MCU. Now, it's funny that you're ranking. Like I said, this was in part two. Uh, T-Bolds and I gave this movie an A. Okay. And uh, these two right here didn't agree with us. I think you guys gave it a C. 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 So, yeah. C. So, I guess we land Sean's take was a little more aggressive than that. I guess we land right with, with Vincent. Right in the middle of Vincent. Can I, can that I just get, I don't, I don't, I know where I don't want to dwell on what you guys already talked about, but what was your like biggest problems with the whole movie? Just the whole movie. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> did, why why can you just give me like a summary bit? The summary will be in part two, Vincent. You could go back. Listen to part two for that summary. So also in part two, we gave our quick rating of Far From Home, but I wanted to save it for this so we could really get into it. So I gave this movie an A, but I know Matt had a lot to say about uh, Far From Home. It's horrible. It's a horrible movie. I give it a D. I give it a D because like we said before, you can't give a Spider-Man movie an F. Uh, so wait, wait, hold on. I know you want to talk, but you gave... You wow. Gave, you, gave, you gave Homecoming a worse rating in your own mind. So, Okay. I think that this entire plot was ridiculous. It is about a pair of glasses. You don't... Tony Stark should not have given these glasses to a kid. It doesn't matter if he didn't know he was going to die then or when he was going to give him the glasses. Give them to somebody who has military experience with commanding other people and technology. You have Rhodey. Rhodey is your best friend. You could have easily given Rhodey the glasses and taken over. He gave him a suit. He has the war machine suit. He could have the glasses. You don't give them to him. This is a 17-year-old kid. Terrible. Don't give it to a 17-year-old kid. You do not do that. 
And the fact that they just made a movie that isn't in New York annoys me. Again, with the swinging scenes, I know you talked about that earlier too. Didn't have a lot of that. Only in the ending. Uh, I, I understood how it led up to, to No Way Home, but I still find that movie to just be the worst one out of all of them. Like, out, of, out of Tom Holland's movies. Listen, first of all, the glasses thing. This is terrible take. Because not to go back to the Iron Man 2 monstrosity here, <laughs> but, but we, we, we clearly saw Rhodey take the suit and basically give it over to the U.S. government. Yes. He works for the government. Tony didn't want, if, if anything was made clear in that movie, it was that Tony didn't want his tech given to the government. He didn't want the government to make the decisions on what to do with his tech. To give to a hormonal teenager. Well, who, did, who else is he going to give it to that he trusts? He could have him destroyed. But why? this is you because, know, what, back to why Agent, not? Back to Agent, Agent, you gave him a suit that could do the same damage. This, but, that this, suit could not do the same damage as those drones. I, I'll agree with him there. That's but, ridiculous. But back to Age of Ultron, right? Tony's talking about he needs a, he wants a, a, a shield of armor around the world. He's worried about what's coming. He sees it come in Infinity War. He's not going to destroy all that because he thinks the Earth needs it. And the one person he trusts who's a hero, I get he trusts Pepper, but Pepper probably does not want this responsibility. Certainly not going to give it to his kid. She's way too young. The one person he trusts is Peter Parker. That was the only option for him to give it. He thinks this is a necessity for the world. There's one person I can trust who isn't affiliated with the government, who I mentored i'm going to give him the glasses the only one that went to the ship he said don't stay here he hopped on anyways and stuck by tony's side the whole way through. still giving it to a kid he's like 17 yes but point. he's but, a for, kid but there's no better option man who, 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 still, who else is he you don't know Rody was going to give it to the government but we already saw that and if it was man his too. last wish be like use these for the right reasons yeah but rody has got orders man look it's, it's, he's not tony is against the government Again, the whole plot of Iron Man 1, right? Him getting all of his machines, his weapons, out of the uh, U.S. government. That's what that's all about. Tony put his trust into a kid. Yes, he was a kid. Okay, but he only, he, those glasses were given to him when Tony died. Okay, they should. That's not how have, it was written out. They should it's not have been given that. to him. Have you ever seen? Have you guys ever seen like the videos like how it should have ended on YouTube? Like, do you guys know that channel? No, because I don't care about like they the did. They did. They did Far From Home, and they did it. They did it perfectly. They explained perfectly why that just didn't make any sense. Okay, okay. Well, what, what, what I was gonna say. What did they explain? What did they do? Like exactly what I just said. It doesn't make sense to give them to a hormonal teenager like that. Give them to somebody else. And they, I'm pretty sure they mentioned Rody. They said you have a guy who you've known your entire life, who is your best friend who you have trusted in the past and who's, who's been on your side. He was on his side in Civil War, right? He agreed with him. Give him the glasses. He has a war machine suit. Give him the glasses. He can handle it. This kid didn't, and he proved that he couldn't handle it. He gave him the mysterious The same guy who took his suit to the government. War machine works for the government. It's as simple as that. He's not by himself. But he trusted Peter to do the right thing, and he fucked up. He got played. Tony literally did not want to give any of the suits to the government, as in Iron Man 2, the court scene. It doesn't, we're not no, talking no, no, about the suits, no, no, we're talking no. about the glasses. But the suits the gla- and the glasses are, it's all kind of one yeah, thing. Rody took, took the suit from him. Like, I get that. I know he didn't want to give him. Rody took the suit, but then he was using it for the right reasons. Like the glasses, okay, but that that doesn't change the, the fact that he still doesn't want to give. Rhodey has commanding officers. He doesn't want to give him glasses. That the commanding officer would be like, so, "That's an order. Give me." The so glasses. tell me, yeah. okay, I know it's you shouldn't give this stuff to the U.S. government or any government for that matter, but it would be safer in the hands of the government than this kid. This, this kid, kid gave away the went glasses. To space and thought Thanos. It's like you're just acting like he gave it to one of us when we were in high school. The kid, it's a different situation here. Clearly, he he willingly gave away multi-million dollar, billion dollar glasses. 
that controlled an army of super drones to some random guy he's known for five hours. That is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Wait, you're saying he only knew Spider-Man for my... No, Mysterio. Oh, okay. My Mysterio. I'm sorry. I was... No, no, it's cool. It's cool. But that, that cafe scene was just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. You should not have given the glass to him. You could have saved so many people. And your identity would never have been revealed. Just don't... If he entrusted them to you, then keep them. Don't give them away. Again, a big part of... Yeah, Tom Holland's Holland's finding Spider-Man. himself and no, no, not fine. No, no, don't don't cut me off. That's not what I was trying to learn from his mistakes and doing or digging the problems no. with him. Yeah, that's exactly what no. you're saying. That's what you're gonna say. What Tom Holland Spider-Man needs to go through? Yes, growing up. Okay, Homecoming was not the origin for Spider-Man. The origin for Spider-Man. Far from home. It's all three of them. Yeah, Homecoming, <laughs> Far From Home, and No Way Home were all of Tom's. Origin. It's a simple. It wasn't one movie like we saw in the past. All three. The first one, Homecoming, was about what? He was excited to be Spider-Man. All he wanted to do was be an Avenger. Okay. He was a young kid. Okay. He had to deal with the fact that okay, this is a little bit more difficult than he previously thought. It's not all fun and games, right? Far from home. He's given more responsibility, right? The glasses. Okay. He realized he kind of smartened up that movie. Okay. No way home, which I don't want to get into yet, but when we do. It's the closing part to his origin in what it means to be Spider-Man. Simple as that. Don't give away the glasses. You just don't. You just don't. You just don't. They were entrusted to you for a reason. Don't give them to some guy you just met. Learn more about him. And I find it ridiculous that even I know that the scrolls were playing Nick Fury and Maria Hill, but if you are that high up in the government, you should be able to know that Quentin Beck worked for Tony Stark and that he was fired for being mentally unstable this guy maybe he wiped himself from the system but there's no other proof that he was somebody else from another dimension like it doesn't make any sense isn't that mysterious character though no mysterious character he did mimic the the readings and all that in the movie he was like oh like i I don't i'm not well because he created because he created also like the mysterio kind of mystical no no well like i remember specifically in the movie i don't remember it it was like hill it was i think it was like a radioactive reading or something something of that nature i don't don't i'm no expert did he create the reading or something like that yeah yeah they had like yeah that's group of scientists that was like oh the ratings are off the chart when the other mythical beings came through so when he came it was like oh we got these weird ratings and they went and he's just like when thor came down and they have all these weird scientific anomalies and they're like oh this dude's from another planet same thing except this guy came through and faked the readings and they were like oh this guy's from another universe also let's still let's just sense to give it away the glasses. let's just all right let's just talk about the fact that you brought up how he got fired from tony stark for being uh, what would you say? Unstable. Yeah. They showed two scenes of how he got fired. It wasn't for just being mentally unstable. Was it? What was the main reason he got fired? No, it was for being mentally unstable. Tobaldo, what was the main reason he got fired? Um, I think he wanted, he wanted, oh, I'm asking Tobaldo. I'll be honest. I, I, I think this was, he, he, he gave the, uh, he had de- uh, tech and development and then, um, Tony used it and fired the guy, I believe because he was mentally unstable. I'm not a hundred percent sure. He called, I know barf. he called it barf. Yes. And made it. Um, yeah. See, unlike you Tobaldo, when Matt gets put in a corner, he's got to put down other people and call me an idiot. You, I, I was trying to hand. explain the same thing to Baldo was, but then you're being a jerk about it. I want to hear from Tobaldo. Like I could have just yeah, told I asked Tobaldo. I could have just so told overall, you. where are you putting this movie? Like on the rankings or on the rankings? Or on the rankings. As, uh, I'm putting. Oh, well, we've been doing this entire yes. time. Yes, I'm putting it as 
a B. A B, Matt. Where would you say it's it a is? It's a D. It's a D. A D. So I wow. said A. Where do you say? I'm saying it's an A. You're an B. A. And Vincent, where are you at? I'm saying it's an upgrade over Homecoming, which I ranked a B, but I'm still ranking this a B. Okay, so we're going with that. Now, the big movie, which is going to be plenty of discussion, the new one that just came out in theaters now, the big box office at Spider-Man No Way Home. Vincent, I want to start with you, and I want to hear from you on this movie and what you thought. Uh, well, there's a lot to unpack here. I can't. I don't want to get into all of it because you guys are all here too. But I, I'm torn between an A and an S here. I'm going to lean A on this movie. I think Spider-Man Two is the best Spider-Man movie, but I am not. This is not a far behind it. I don't think it's. It's almost on the same level. In terms of rewatch value, what would I watch more? I'd probably watch No Way Home because that just came out. I've only seen it once. I would want to see it again. But there's not like. If I'm picking between the two, I'm not obviously picking The Way Home or I'm obviously picking Spider-Man. Or I'm obviously, I'd, I'd watch any of the Spider-Man movies, honestly. But this movie overall, I like the dynamic of having the three Spider-Man in the movie, as everyone speculated would happen. It did happen. I like, I like the multiverse aspects. I like how in Far From Home, going back to Far From Home, Mysterio teases he's from the multiverse. And Peter is like, uh, Tom Holland's Peter is like, oh, the multiverse is real. And he's like, yeah. And then at the end, Mysterio, when Mysterio turns on him, not the end, when he gives him the glasses or whatever, Mysterio's like, oh, you, these people can believe anything you tell them, referring to him telling them about the multiverse and how he's saying it's not real, but he just used the tech and fooled them to getting, into, to getting the tech, rather, before using it. But then it ultimately proves in this movie that the multiverse is an actual thing, as strange botches dispel because of Tom's Peter wanting the whole world to forget who he is because of Mysterio revealing. And he's trying to change the spell into uh, Zendaya's MJ and Ned and his Aunt May. Try not He doesn't want those people to forget him. But ultimately, after changing the spell, I don't want you to forget me, I don't want her to forget me, or whatnot, it gets botched into this, into this whole hosh-posh mesh, mess where... Tom's Peter has to fix it because of all the villains from the multiverse that are coming in. Uh, Defoe's Goblin, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, Jamie Foxx's Electro, uh, I don't remember the Lizard's actor's name, and... Lizard, Sand- he's Lizard. Lizard, he's yeah. Lizard. Sandman. And Sandman. I don't remember the actors for those two. Flint Marco, Sandman. Thomas Hayden Church was uh, Sandman. Sandman. Flint Marco was the character's name, not the actor. But... Um, I like the villains. I like the overall impact of this movie. I like everything came together. It was good. But there were just some there weren't I don't want to I don't want to bring up the plot whole point. I'm not going to go there, but like the only thing I was really confused about was how Electro knew cuz the whole spell of coming in was they knew Peter Parker started coming to universe for Peter Parker. But there was no real way that Electro knew Garfield's Peter in their movies. So I just didn't understand how he would come to here through that reasoning. I loved him in the movie. I thought Electro was one of the best performances of the movie. But just the overall, it was just a little confusing to me how he got there. I'd, I'd agree with the, the, the plot hole thing. I did notice that as well. Um, but I think 
that this movie's an S. And I think it's because it's the culmination of the whole, as Sean said when he was discussing Far From Home, of the whole origin story. You know, in Homecoming, he struggles with the consequences of being Spider-Man. Then in Far From Home, he tries to, you know, balance his life as Peter Parker and Spider-Man. And he barely scrapes by doing both uh, because he makes that mistake given Mysterio the glasses. And then in this, it comes to a head. He can't be Spider-Man and Peter Parker at the same time. And this is the first time he really has to face the consequences at the end of the movie when everyone forgets who he is that the two aren't compatible he can't have the best of both worlds he can't be both and you know that the plot there is enough to put this movie in an S regardless of you know the cameos and and the appearances because the story is good and that carries the movie but obviously the appearances of previous characters Toby Andrew previous villains the ones that Vincent mentioned really add to the movie a lot and make it a, make it a very enjoyable watch I have to go S as well, just because, like, I like the word you use to make that culminating movie. Um, this is the definition of that. And for the most part, most of the culminating movies in the MCU are S tiers for me, just because I like seeing all the characters together. But it brings together all those solo films and solo stories that they're telling into one movie. And um, I like the villains that they had. You know, Vincent went through and pretty much knew all the actors. That was good. That was very impressive was, right yeah, there. That was impressive. So, sorry, Lizard. Oh, <laughs> not, sorry, man. But so that's what I should know Lizard if I like Lizard so much. But overall, I thought everybody was really well done. Um, William Defoe was definitely, I feel like, the star villain of that movie. Even though Alfred Maria, uh, Molina did play Doc Ock very well. You I, know, think, I kind of like how they used him. Yeah. Doc Ock coming I, think, I think Defoe actually does put a better performance in this movie than he did in the original Spider-Man. What you saying and that's saying something that's because in the original Spider-Man he was a kick-ass villain. Yes, and in this one he just, I think he brought up, it was in a weird way, he brought up all the other villains with his performance. Made them seem more, um, more compatible with him, if that makes sense in a way. You know what I mean? On his level. Right, and I did like, even though it wasn't like a high stakes, but I liked the interactions between uh, uh, Doc Ock and Green Goblin, Norman Osborn. And Dr. Octopus or whatever. I like how they did that, how they had them interact with each other from their own movies, like they knew each other. Right. Ock knew him, and Ock knew he was dead. So when when uh, Goblin got introduced through the black smoke, he was like, Norman. And then it cuts to where Peter and Dr. Octopus go, and they're gone, and then they have to rediscover him later on. And Ock can't believe that he's still alive. And then Sandman's like, wait, you're both dead. <laughs> yeah, and then also the interaction between... Uh, Electro and Dr. Kurt Connors and Electro explaining who Kurt Connors was to Dr. Octopus, uh, Green Goblin and Sandman. One last side note. What was Lizard doing in this movie? Oh, he, I, was, he sat in a truck and then played tag with Ned and MJ. I don't, I don't, like, he was, like, they're, I'm they're, glad he was there. They were calling like, him the walking CGI budget. That's why he was it, stuck in the truck. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, he was just stuck in the truck for no reason. Came in the, he came in the fight scene, said something like, there'll be consequences to Peter, and punched him back to Green Goblin to get his ass kicked some more. And and I'm surprised it. they did more with Sandman CGI-wise than, than the Lizard. Like, for money purposes I'm right but there was something about like they couldn't like Lizard and Sandman weren't on set so that's why they were in their Lizard and Sandman form the whole time which honestly if the Spider-Man were Lizards I think they they went that's a conversation for another day Sean where do you stand on this new movie the best Spider-Man film I've ever watched it's also I said Homecoming was one of the worst Spider-Man films still above Spider-Man 3 but um you just have to you just have to purposely attack me, don't you? Why 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 do we keep coming back to the like Spider Man Spider Man three slander here? Like of all Spider Man three, it's not as bad as literally Spider-Man. it just keeps like, coming back. It's it's it, we outweigh you three v two. Plain and simple, it's a it's a better god awful film. Okay, um, you, like, you like the Amazing Spider Man too, so that doesn't matter. 
it's my opinion, you know. I'm going to keep making them. You're going to like it or hate it. I'm going to keep doing it. We were close. You were anyway, close. Uh, kind of close. <laughs> we're close. Anyway, anyway, I tried. Tried. I was trying to get. I tried. It was I good. Tried. I respect it. Um, it was a great film. Honestly, it's an S. Bring together all of those characters. Iconic moment in movie history, not just the MCU. Movie history, okay? Something that's never been done before. You know, I'm going to put up an example. Star Wars, right? They brought back old characters, right? Same universe, though, right? Okay. MCU compared to uh, some would call it the Ramiverse, right? Or Andrew's uh, uh, universe, completely different uh, productions, all under Marvel, right? But not in the same, uh, what, what should I call it? Uni- universe. universe, right? Same, not like same, yeah, universe. <laughs> That's a good way to play it. What's that word? You know, no, universe, but yeah, right. like it was really iconic to bring three characters who played the role all on screen together. You said, Nick, your favorite scene was the portal. The best scene was definitely them running at the end. Yes. All in sync. That's where it comes out. If you, I don't know what's better than that. Agreed, okay. agreed with that take. Best scene. Best Marvel. I mean, the three they're all working running. together. They're all heroes that are supposed to be working alone. They finally come together. They, they learn to work as a team. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, it, was, team. it was a very... It was the only time I've been in theater where the whole crowd got involved and cheered. For that moment alone, I think was very cool. Um, I think it was a great film. Definitely an awesome experience seeing that in yes. person. Now, Matt, being that this this was your first debate appearance, first time on the podcast, I want to end with you. I want to hear your opinion on this movie. What is your take? I actually I like the movie. I I will give it an A. I don't think it's better than Spider Man Two, though. Do not think it's Spider Man better than Spider Man Two. I did like how they all work together. It was great to see all three Spider-Men on the team. I thought Willem Dafoe did an amazing job. He seemed so sinister in that movie, better than Spider-Man 1. Um, and I, I like seeing him without the mask on, not as like the Green Goblin, but just like torn between Nolan Osborne and the Green Goblin, like the multiple personality thing. They ruined Doc Ock for me. They totally ruined it. I thought it was amazing to really? see Really? Why is that? I thought it was to- I thought it was amazing to see him on the bridge, came out fighting, said hello, Peter, the music, like bringing back the old themes, which I wish they brought those back more. But um, right when that nanotechnology hit his suit and then Peter started joking around with it, that just, it killed me. You don't take, and I'm sorry, you don't take the one of the best villains from one of the best superhero movies and just to make him a comedy skit. Like, you don't do that. He, they, Norman Osborn called him a lap dog. And I know Doc Ock is a good guy, but he's a tragic villain. He's a tragic villain. Okay. Also, with the problem with the movie, and I guess it's just a multiverse stuff, but how did a memory spell that has been used before by Doctor Strange, because he said he uses it before, how does that open the multiverse? How does how does that have anything to do with the multiverse? It's just a memory spell. It's got like a side effect or something. Yeah, I know. I know. Peter was screwing around side with effect. the spell. Could open the multiverse, but, but like, <laughs> yeah, but like that's not like no one explains that. Like, how does that work? How does that open up the multiverse? It doesn't make sense, but I know they're just trying to bring back old characters, and I guess that's the only way they can yeah, do we're it. Talking about superhero films, I just said I know it's. I I just said it's a superhero <laughs> film. I mean, I was just fake. basically saying that. Just saying it's all fake. I'm paying attention. Oh, attention. it doesn't make. Dude, this whole thing doesn't make sense. All right. Okay, but I'm saying you're, you're really, you're really complaining about like one of the best movies ever. Is there just one is there little? Just, one little Possible problem. Sean, we're talking. I'm talking about the movie. It's not realistic in the movie. It doesn't make sense in the movie. 
That's what we're, that's I'll what be honest. Like about. we're doing magic boys. Like I, I just don't. I don't no, but know. I know. But it's for the movie. So what I'm saying, with, like, in the movie's world, in the movie's world, how does how does a memory spell open up the multiverse? That like it's a spell. That, like I, I don't. Know. How <laughs> does like, it open up the multiverse? A like, memory I don't, it's, spell. He's a wizard. Okay, <laughs> you're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna do it. And too. a blanket one. <laughs> Dirtly does like the pigtail on him. <laughs> Drop dead, Dirtly, you prude. <laughs> Yes, we're starting a no, Harry Potter debate. I guess I the next more. debate, the next oh, debate here might have to be a Harry Potter the debate. They might have to go through and rank the Harry Potter movies. No, but I will still give the movie. And I loved how they like Andrew coming back in, how how Toby came back in. I like seeing them come through the portals. I was I was waiting for that the entire time. I like that they brought the themes back. I liked Electra this time. He wasn't blue. The best comeback was his haircut. I like, yeah, yeah. I like <laughs> I how they agree. I, I like agree how they made hairline. I like how they made fun of his like teeth in the movie too. Like they fixed his teeth or whatever. And um, I liked, I liked how they referenced Miles Morales. I thought that was interesting. It was definitely cool. Um, yeah, it wasn't a bad movie. I, I didn't like how they reused scenes from Spider Man Three. And the Amazing Spider-Man, though, with with the lizard and well, Kieran. they really didn't have any other choice. I know, I know, but I just didn't like that. Like, well, that's just kind of like a nitpick. And I think, thing. I think yeah, they, I, I say think, now we're grasping. It. I think the CGI like, in the movie was. I think it's gotten worse in some movies. Honestly, I disagree. I mean, I don't. Know. The the way I thought lizard looked good. Um, I didn't like when when Andrew came in. When Andrew came in and jumped to the portal, you should have just CGI the portal, not Andrew's body. They made him look dorky. Like he just, the, the outfit just—they made him look massive. They made him look too big. They made him from Jack. He's a he's he's a yeah. Man. Andrew Garfield like, isn't that big. It didn't look right. You could tell it was CGI'd. You know, You're, Ben Affleck isn't that big. But how do they make him? They make him look like he's. Well, he, 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 got, he, got, he got big for the. He he's not. For, he's not as big as the suit makes. You, him. No, no, no. They, they gave him a muscle suit. Yeah. You got to keep in mind, we are, well, I don't know how, technically ages here, but I know we're like 10, 15 years or something past the events of The Amazing Spider Man. So you don't know, you know, maybe he started hitting retro. Okay, so that's possible. You never know. So, so in that that's, one that's scene, possibility right here, you know? So in that one scene, he you know, looks buff, but in the rest, he doesn't? Come on. So, listen, definitely a great movie to end it on there. You know, quite lively discussion. We just covered 27 films, four phases of the Marvel Universe, plus these seven Spider-Man-related films. And in three parts, I think this is definitely close to possibly two and a half, three hours of discussing Marvel. But, hey, you know I mean? We could sit here for five, six hours and do this, I think. Yeah. So, I got to thank Matt for coming on the first time. Hey, have a good time. Yeah, I had a great time. This was interesting. I hope I hope we get to do more. You'll this be was back. Very, this was very, I would love to come back. This was fun. I've been wanting to do this for a while. So, Sean, glad to have you back on. You know, love it. Always going on. T-Ball. You know, producer T Bolts, love having you here. Always good to be here. He's a always good to and be Vincent, here. Thank you for joining us for part three. We Man. really needed that Spider Man input. Stuff you obviously knew a lot about, which was good. Man. And no, yeah, no problem. Anything. Save it till the end. We <laughs> anytime, we, anytime. We needed that jolt of energy. I, I, I think he carried us a little bit in that last discussion. Definitely coming in with some yeah. bol- uh, new energy right there yeah. that we needed. So. Didn't, didn't need to like flex my knowledge, but it's, it's <laughs> fine. Then. So I'm sure he'll be back on a few episodes. And me, as always, Nick Rapallo, is going to be here, you know, producing Red Letter Day. Uh, definitely enjoyed doing this debate. So that's it from us. So as Sean tried to do before, I'll correct him on it. So those are our takes. Love him for hate him. We're going to keep making them. We'll see you guys on the flip side. <laughs> I can't believe that Tabaldo just said that. And like, Dude, you guys Tabaldo, are, what are you talking about? You're, you're, you're <laughs> Tabaldo, I, I can't believe that you just came up with that. <laughs> Tabaldo, you are so stupid. That's crap. I'm just saying, this podcast would be a lot better if we were all lizards.